Fun's Binge Watch Weekend. I gotta watch this Britney documentary this weekend. And we're gonna get to that. Mm-hmm. We are going, we're gonna end on that, but that's not where we're gonna start. It's Valentine's Day weekend, so I have to put at least something romantic in here. Bridgerton? I have, Bridgerton could <laughs> qualify. Um, but no. And what I'm gonna start with today, I'm gonna get it out the way because I'm letting you and Monica have your moment oh, to say what you wanna say and yell at mm-hmm. me and roll your eyes. But it is Valentine's Day weekend, so okay. we need a rom-com on the Binge Watch Weekend. It has to be on there. Antoine, let me tell you, I, for one, think that's a fantastic idea because I support everything you do. (laughs) I like this. You gave me a flat tire yesterday, and I'm afraid of you. So, yeah, great idea, Antoine. Thank you, Zach. Monica, how dare you talk bad about Antoine? I'm excited to hear about it. Sure. All right, so this rom-com is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a throwback, came out in 2005. One of my favorite movies of all time, starring my favorite actor of all time, Hitch. Oh, okay. I, I like that movie. That's a great. I love that idea. Yeah, you that's, don't that's sound like you're under movie. duress or anything. I love no, that idea. What is that? Paul Blart. What's his real name? Oh. <laughs> Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James. Mall cop. Paul Blart. <laughs> but it stars. It stars Will Smith, Eva Mendes. Um, I almost said Paul Blart now. Kevin James. And basically, Will Smith. Everybody knows what this is. But it, Will Smith is a matchmaker. He sets Kevin James up with somebody way out of his, you know, price range uh-huh. as far as oh, yeah. dating, his tax bracket. Practically out of Will Smith's tax bracket. Yes. I mean, that's how hot <laughs> she is. And then Will Smith also finds love. So it's just a fun Aww. rom-com. It sounds it's like a great, great idea. Thank you, Zach. I'm tra- I'm one of those people trapped in WandaVision. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it hurts so bad. So yes, Hitch <laughs> on Amazon Prime. All right, moving on. I want to... Because it is Black History Month, so I want to focus on a couple of strong black actors that I really appreciate separately, and now they've done something together. Cool. On Netflix, it's called Malcolm and Marie. It stars John David Washington and Zendaya. John okay. David Washington mm-hmm. is the son of Denzel Washington, but he was in Tenet. He was in a uh, HBO show, Ballers. Amazing, amazing actor. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I don't think I've actually seen anything yet that he's been in. I hear all these stories that he's a really good actor. I got to watch Tenet. I tried to watch it one night, but I was drunk, and I knew right away that it was just, uh, I got to pay more attention. Yeah, I was just like, I can't do this. I'm going to have to really pay attention. I rewound the first two minutes three times and thought, all right, where's the office? (laughs) I got to put the office. (laughs) There you go. I feel like a rerun of Saved by the Bell or something out here. But uh, he's he's becoming a really amazing actor. Yeah, he's become an A-list actor to where you're booking everything around him. So Netflix has Malcolm and Marie. This movie is filmed in complete black and white. It's not an old-timey movie. It's not set in back in the day, but they just went for aesthetics. They went black and okay. white. interesting. And they said, don't be confused. This is not a love story. It is a story about love. And a quick synopsis is John David Washington's character just had a film premiere, and him and his wife, Zendaya, they come home, and they're starting to talk about the relationship. He's a little upset about how the film premiere went, et cetera, et cetera. And it turns mm-hmm. into passionate conversation mm-hmm. to where they say some things that husband and wives, they say to the, to each other or they hold in and they don't share. Uh, and yeah. there's a good 30 second clip when Zendaya just breaks him down like something terrible. She's Ooh. like, you're so narcissistic. Oh. You just believe that you're the perfect husband like this. And the man I'm looking at right now is the best you'll ever be because you don't feel that you need to get any better. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm sorry. Are you crying? Savage. It's, it's, it's so him. powerful. The That's, words are powerful. There was a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet did a movie called Revolutionary Road a bunch yes. of years ago, and they were about a couple that just was spiraling down into divorce, and they would do, they'd have these conversations were so uncomfortable because it was the same thing. It was like, damn! Um, is somebody where, it, can we say that she's... I can't think of anybody else because she comes from Disney Channel yes. originally. Uh-huh. Yeah. The most successful Disney Channel actress ever in that, not necessarily making money, but to move on to serious and yes. acclaimed acting roles. Is there another one? So. She shed that Disney oh, stigma yeah. better than anybody mm. else. Like Miley Cyrus hasn't done it. Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, Shia LaBeouf. Like none of them have done it. Raven Simone. Yeah. Nobody has done was it the way it's done. Was she on Disney? Yeah. Was she? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, was it Cloudy with a Chance or one of those? She was Sunny with a Chance, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, but yeah, Shia LaBeouf had the chance, uh-huh. but then he went crazy. But he was someone he's kind of become. If he is actually just acting and not being a horrible human, he's a really good actor. Yes, yeah. but mm-hmm. terrible mm-hmm. human. Her, on the other hand, seems to be a great human. She's great all the way around. Kind of into uh, racial equality, education, like doing like thought provoking, but in- provoking but interesting movies, things like that. And she's done comedies and she does musicals, and it's pretty dang talented. Man. Yes, and so that's on Netflix. You should, you should definitely give it a watch. And last but not least, on Hulu, Brit, the New Brit. York Times presents Framing Britney Spears. And when they say framing, they don't mean like setting her up for a crime. It's more so putting Britney Spears into context. Okay. Because we've always just seen her through the eye of the media. Yeah. We haven't really put her actions, her behavior in any kind of context. And there is a lot of stuff out there that's in this documentary that Britney was really put through the ringer when she was young and yeah she was young and she did dumb things but there was not a whole lot of support and then even when there was support we would laugh at the the leave britney alone guy from back in the Mm -hmm. day oh it's so funny yeah he's so Mm -hmm. cute what an idiot you know that whole thing and the thing i love about this documentary that i struggle with other ones it goes in chronological order because most documentaries they'll show you something from this year and then they'll do a flashback and then they'll move forward. Yeah. No, this starts day one and it goes in order from everything that's happened. So I love that. And I also love that it makes you ask questions about yourself. Yes. So one mm-hmm. of the questions that I was reading an article about that was brought up is how could we have mocked this moment in Britney's life and not taken into context what happened before? What led up to her shaving her head? What led up to when we felt like she was an unfit parent or anything like that? Right. It makes you question how you treat the media and how the media treats celebrities. Yeah, it made me mm-hmm. question on a personal level just how you judge people, especially celebrities, because I think we... they're people. Well, they are, and they are people, and, and a lot of... We forget that sometimes, and we think, oh, yes. yeah, well, you know, there are celebrities that get everything they deserve, and, and I, I made that decision. This was a bunch of years ago now, but, you know, it used to be a thing of, hey, let me tweet at people, celebrities on Twitter and say mean things or whatever, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm, I'm done with that because they're celebrities for a reason. They do something. They have some level of skills. Like Kardashians is a great one where people sit there and say, look at them being famous for doing nothing. You go run their billion-dollar business. I'd like exactly. to see you figure out how to do that. <laughs> they do it well. Uh-huh. And I, I, I'm, this isn't a woe is me moment, but I stop like tweet, like even when I don't like shows and movies like, oh, this movie sucks, et cetera, et cetera. I stopped doing that because when I became a member of the K92 morning thing, I distinctly remember a listener reaching out, not liking me on the show, right. like explicitly said, bring back Freddie Mac. And I was like, oh, that hurts. You don't know me. Right. How dare you say that? <laughs> and so at that, at that moment, I was like, you know what? 
I should stop saying that about basketball players. And they just move on with their day. And meanwhile, it, it sticks with you for yes. like a day. A day, two that. years yeah. later, Zach. Well, clearly, yeah. Zach, I know the first and last name of this person. I know what post. I know who responded hey, to the man. post. I met one of the people because I had a guy that would always just text it and just say just horrible stuff all the time. You remember him? Mm-hmm. Remember that dude? He's a texting. And then I met him at the uh, Salem Fair. He was just like, I just want to introduce myself. I'm that texter, and I know I need to stop. Like he was, he was nice, but he was just doing it just to because he wanted that response. That dude, I, I see I right did. through him because I always remember because he would always call in on the days Monica was off to tell me how much he hated Monica on the mm-hmm. show. I, he said, I don't ever listen because I don't like Monica. I just happen yeah. to tune in today. Oh, oh, the one day she's off. You happen to tune in. By chance. Right. I was just like, well, screw you yeah, then. So I, yeah. <laughs> I knew <laughs> he listened the whole time. So his celebrity is <laughs> a break, guys. A, yeah, and, and he, was, he ended up being a nice guy. I find know? when I do that, like even if I do complain about something, like I think the movie The Irishman is really boring. It's, it's, just, yeah, it's, a boring, it's really boring. I wouldn't tag him in it, though. No, I might exactly. say something. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go to their page and be like, hey, this, yeah. So, so if no, you want to ruin do Antoine's day, text him now to, to find <laughs> I will hold on to this grudge forever. I will never forget you. It's I'm your not going to say your name. You always say you want to be remembered. Antoine will never you forget you. You've created your legacy. You've ruined his life. But you know what? You created a legacy. Binge watch weekend. So you got the Fred, run it down for everybody again. The, All right. The so one more time on Amazon Prime, Hitch. On Netflix, Malcolm and Marie, and on Hulu, the New York Times presents Framing Britney Spears.